Let's roll the clock back a bit. I was sure I wouldn't make it out alive when I joined the Army. And if I'm being honest, I took risks that I shouldn't have. I was reminded of a few of those risks the other night when one of the boys put on a song we cranked during that first deployment. When I left the Army, I re-entered the civilian world with a different view of death. I accepted it as inevitable, but not in a positive way. Worse still, there were times I embraced it in an unhealthy way. For those that struggle with depression and think you're alone, you aren't. You see, we're masterful storytellers. We are probably the only species on the planet capable of time travel visiting the future and past regularly. That allows worry and regret to wander around spotlighting monsters who lurk in the shadows with names like rejection, loss, loneliness, or failure to wander around. There are two ways we categorize things, threat or non-threat. With a perceived threat, your body changes. A small part of your brain, the amygdala, goes to work and takes over. Hormones are released, blood starts flowing, and you prepare for a fight or flight. You probably know exactly how this feels, and you may even know the science. Let's pause for a moment. And this is important. We are constantly categorizing threat or non-threat. Once upon a time, it was about saber-toothed tigers. Today, it's your coworker, a comment from a partner, your latest scroll through comparison world, or the email you just opened at your kid's soccer game. Okay, back to the science. As some parts of your brain are gearing up, others are shutting down. The cerebral cortex, the area responsible for reasoning and judgment, becomes impaired. Said another way, you become foggy and start to make poor decisions. You stop being logical, and this takes ugly forms. Stress, anger, anxiety, frustration, and their accomplices show up. Your aperture closes, your viewpoint narrows, and your perceived alternatives reduce. Since you're focused on survival, you concentrate on the bad and let the one thing you can control run wild, your thoughts. James Allen shares, you cannot directly choose your circumstances, but you can choose your thoughts and so indirectly shape your circumstances. Nothing is permanent. Not you, not me, nothing. Everything is in a constant state of transformation. At some point, it will be something else. Not gone, something else. Why does this matter? The threat of change is what causes fear. If we get comfortable with the inevitability of change, we can see fear for what it is, a thought you let become a story. Truly understanding that fear is a thought is a superpower. This allows you to reset your brain and lean into logic rather than emotion. If you let your saber-toothed tiger emotions possess you, you will react when what you must do is respond. I haven't found anything I can control except my thoughts, and even that's a struggle. Thoughts are what matter because they are what you become. All you achieve or fail to achieve will be the product of your thoughts. James Allen has a beautiful analogy for the mind. Your mind is like a garden. Just as a gardener cultivates their plot, keeping it free from weeds, growing the flowers and fruits they require, they tend the garden of their mind, weeding out all the wrong, useless, and impure thoughts. By pursuing this process, they sooner or later discover that they are the master gardener of their soul, the director of their life, 
They also reveal how thoughts force the shaping of their character, circumstances, and destiny. Good thoughts bear good fruit. Bad thoughts, bad fruit. I'm a bit embarrassed when I reflect on the me a decade ago, the one that started this story. Actually, I cringe. Fortunately, many things have changed about me over the years, some good, some bad. I hope those around me would say that the bad gets less bad and the good gets more good. Ten years from now, I hope to reflect on the today me and be equally embarrassed. If not, I'm doing it wrong. And coming back to mortality, today I think about it very differently. I work to make decisions to honor that everything ends and each day is a chance. A chance to think, act, and make decisions that cultivate joy. I'm not always successful, but here are a few takeaways. First, avoid time travel. Worry and regret are me misusing my imagination. Second, slow down. Respond, don't react. And finally, love each moment, the good and the bad. They both teach us and neither will last as long as we think. I hope this weekend finds you celebrating with friends and family, celebrating courage, freedom, and who we have, not what we have. And while you do, don't worry, be happy. Both of those are choices. Take care out there. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Be happy. In every life we have some trouble. When you worry, you make it double, don't worry, be happy, don't worry, be happy now. Don't worry, be happy.